Mesilas Yesharim, Shin number 74. The second consideration of how to acquire this trait of humility that should be reflected upon for the purpose of acquiring humility is the variation of circumstances that is produced by time and the many changes to which it gives rise. So, the rich may easily become poor. The rulers could become servants and the honoured could become insignificant. If one can so easily be reduced to a condition which he finds so shameful today, how can you feel pride in his own condition with which he can't even be secure? What is anybody showing off? One minute you're riding high, the next minute you're low. So, and you can't control, you didn't control anything in that process really. How many different kinds of sickness, God forbid, is a person prone to, which could make it necessary for him to beg others for help and assistance, just for the smallest need? How many afflictions, God forbid, may, may Hashem visit upon a person, which could cause him to seek out many whom he formerly disdained to greet in order to gain some help? So life is fragile. And even if you're riding high, it could flip so quickly. So therefore, don't, don't buy into that status whilst you've got it, because it can disappear so quickly. We see these things with our own eyes every day. They should serve to remove a man's pride from his heart and to clothe him in humility and lowliness. And if a person thinks further into his duty in relation to Hashem and considers how much he forsakes it and how weak a person might be in mitzvah performance, then that should result in a feeling of being ashamed and not proud. This is the clincher. Above all, one should constantly reflect upon the weakness of human intelligence and the many errors and deceits to which it is subject, upon its always being closer to error than to true understanding. Ouch! He should constantly be in fear then of this danger and seek to learn from all people. No one is or ought to be beneath you. Everyone can be your teacher because making mistakes is so accessible. Now, if that's true, like objectively true, then why is it that we struggle so much when we make a mistake? Why are we so scared to make a mistake? Surely making mistakes is the default and getting things right is the exception. So that's how we achieve humility. What are the deterrents? Among the deterrents to humility are the abundance of the goods of this world. For example, the Pesach says, Pentochal Vesovata, you're going to get to the land of Israel, you're going to eat all the delicious produce of the land, become totally filled, and then you get your heart's going to then become conceited, you're going to gloat about how brilliant you were at producing all this food. That's why saints found it beneficial to afflict themselves at intervals to suppress the inclination to pride, which grows strong only through abundance. The more you have, the more you feel you have to be proud of. As the Gemara says, Ein ari nohem, a lion doesn't roar, mitoch kupa shal teben, over a basket of straw, elo mitoch kupa shal bossa, only over a basket of flesh, so which is obviously the, proud, the pride of what he's made able to achieve. 
it is observed that pride is most prevalent among the more ignorant. So just know that. You see someone that's cocky in your face, know that they are ignorant. As the Gomorrah have said, Simon Legasus Haruach, what is a sign of pride? Is Aniyas HaTorah, poverty of Torah. Bechein Amru says in the Zohar and Parshas Balak, Simon de lo Yodo Klum Shibuche. A sign of complete ignorance is self praise. One coin in a pitcher makes a great deal of noise. The barren trees were asked, Why your voice is heard? and they answered, So that at least our voices might be heard and remembered. We have seen that Moshe, the choicest of all men, was the humblest of all men. Let's leave it there for today. Have a very good day and a happy Hanukkah.